date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Making Better Connections in Dating, episode 22. Woo! All right, Sharon's got a lot for us that we're going to talk about at the first, and then we're going to talk about, we're going to change it up a little bit in the end. Hang with us here, okay? Because if you're a serial dater or if you are sitting there going, why, why is this happening? This keeps happening. I'm not getting what I want. Then there probably is a problem with how you're connecting with people you date. So this is a super important episode for you to listen to. And I want you to think about in your past when you've dated or in your relationships, how this has worked in your life, how it hasn't worked, you know, the different things that different areas that Sharon's going to talk about. And then I want you to pick one that you want to change. Because if you want to make a difference in your relationships going forward, if you want to be getting the kind of connections in order to move and do and get into that relationship you really want, you're going to have to change. Okay. So just anyway, I'm just talking so much here. (laughs) Sharon hasn't even said hi. Hi, Sharon. We're sitting here. Anyway, at the end, we're going to talk about how to change that, what that's about. Where where, where the disconnection might be. It might be in one of these areas, but why is it in one of these areas? Yeah. There's four components to connection. And we're going to talk about that after we talk about the different ways you connect in dating. Sharon, you're up, girl. Woo, thank you. Okay, so I did this in the 31 plus group, and I've just taken all my notes from there. There's several different areas that I really want to talk about. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. The first one I want to talk about is skip the superficial stuff until later, which means... Yeah, what's the superficial stuff? Don't make out all the time oh that stuff <laughs> that stuff that icky stuff you that, know, that stuff, stuff that stuff you know I start talking about kissing and everybody starts paying attention weird right right so okay this this happens in a lot of dating relationships where they start dating and they kind of start going out with their friend groups and then they stop going out with their friend groups so much and they stop going to the movies and they stop going to play miniature golf, all the little cliche things that, you know, you do when you're first dating and they start doing the Netflix and chill thing, right? Netflix make out. Yes. All we want to do is really quote unquote, watch a movie. Now I've done this. We turned on the Minions movie, and somebody asked me once, have you seen the Minions movie? And I was like, yes, I have. No, I have not. <laughs> no, I have not. I had did not see five minutes of the Minions movie. But we were watching a movie, quote, 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 you know. <laughs> Anyways, let's skip that. Keep your dating relationship dating. Yeah, because otherwise it burns out fast. Yes, Things that start out fast physically usually burn out fast. It's just a fact. So during your date, you want to sit across from dinner and actually have what? Meaningful conversations where you ask questions about each other and act interested. And this is a good place to find out where you have things in common. Because if you're making out all the time, you don't figure that out. And the things in common are really going to be the glue that holds your relationship together. Especially at this point where we're remarrying. Yep. So I know it's unpopular, but don't just go 
to making out all the time. It's so easy to fall into that. Well, there's a lot of fun you can have besides just making out. There's a lot of fun things to do, and you learn a lot about a person that way, and that's super important. Right, and I'm going to also say... If you're hanging, still hanging out with your friend group as a couple, I'm going to say that fits under this category, okay? Do things as a couple. If you've decided to be a couple, do things as a couple. Every once in so a while. So go out and have fun with your friends group as a couple. No. No, you're no, saying no. I'm saying do things separate. Oh, occasionally that's great. Occasionally that's great. But if all of your dates are Netflix and chill and the friend group, that is not dating. No, no, that that's is not, not dating. Okay, okay gotcha. Make sure you are dating each yes. other, yes. not your friend group. Okay. Um, making shared interests, shared experience. This is our second one. Okay. So this is when we're getting past the cliche dates, which are important. Um, this I is personally when... would love to get past the cliche dates right off the top. If we did something like unusual, that would could be really cool. Right. 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 But the things that you find out that you have in common, start doing those together. Make those some fun memories and make plans for the future so that you're having things to look forward to together. But if you have things in common, do those things in common, whether it's like pickleball. Pickleball is popular. Go play pickleball together if you bo both love pickleball. Maybe it's sailing. I'm a California girl. That, that's that's a date thing. That would be fun. You know, horseback Ooh. riding. Whatever it is you have in common, do those things. Do those things together and make plans to do more of those things together. This Makes is total to, sense. Yes. The things you have in common are going to connect you. And also learn something new together. Decide you're going to Figure out That's something. a great way to get to know someone when they're in the process of learning something new. How do they respond to that? Yes, it's like talking about somebody with a slow internet. Oh. <laughs> see how, you know, before you marry someone, see how they react to the slow, slow internet. internet. You know, it's kind of the same Do they have idea. a clean mouth until that happens? Then all of a sudden all the swear words come out? Right. So learning something new together, watching the learning process with somebody is probably an important step in the relationship, but it does help us connect. Okay. Um, the next one would be uh, creating needful boundaries together. 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 How do you discuss things? How do you figure this out? This is an important step um, as far as connection. So, and everybody goes like, what kind of boundaries would we, would be, would we have to, you know, to make together? To together? Well, let's talk, because yeah. there are some good ones you need to be um, thinking yeah. about. Like maybe like your curfew, <laughs> or maybe your phone time. I know we're all on the phone going, no, you hang up. No, you hang up, right? Hey, make yourselves a curfew that you both agree on, a reasonable curfew. Okay, we can't, we need to be off the phone by 10. You know, if we both work in the morning, we can't be up till three in the morning. As fun as that is. And honestly, the phone is a great way to get to know each other because you're not tempted to be all physical. But a curfew, you know, even on date, date night, a curfew is good. Maybe your kids worry about you. I know my daughter wouldn't go to bed till I was home. Oh, that's sweet. It was, but it was like, okay, I have to get home because my daughter's going to be really honry tomorrow. <laughs> Okay, the law of chastity would be another one. Absolutely. You know, like both just agree that you're not going to put yourself in that situation um, where things could go too far. Or maybe even prioritizing children. 
you know, the relationship that you have and spending time with, you know, your time with your children. And maybe, you know, the kids have been suffering because you've been spending a lot of time with somebody. So do this together, though. And, you know, come up with some good compromises and things because that's just good practice for marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next one. Prioritize time together. So when I say time, um, like real time, okay, um, being present in the moment, that kind of time. So like we're not worried about what happened yesterday or maybe we're not worried about what happened at work. We're really being present with the, with person, the other person yeah, that's with in front the person. of you. Maybe the cell phone is in your bag or in your pocket and that you are really spending quality time you know, and maybe it's not a lot of time, but it is quality, quality time where you are very present. Um, make a regular date night. Like I said, do not do the Netflix and chill. And part of this, I put in one of my pet peeves in my notes, make that person feel like a priority. If you need to cancel, make sure you cancel and reschedule. Yeah, absolutely. You know? If you just cancel, oh, yeah, it's no. like, sorry, I'm not going to make it tonight. No, if you care about that person, prioritize them by saying, hey, Friday night's not going to work. Can Saturday work? Yeah. Or, you, maybe, know, you know, Saturday lunch or something like that. You know, you were talking about this is like a love language, like qual- time, quality time is, is one of the five love languages. Yes. And you were saying that even though, the, you may not have that as your top love language. It's important. You need to do it. Right. So that, in my mind, brought up the love languages thing. Yes. And it's super important. The connection, you can be disconnecting with your partner if you're not meeting their love language. Yes, super, And super so important. that's an important thing to know. Do they Is touch important to them? Is words of affirmation or talking quite a bit, processing right. things, talking on the phone? I know that's one of mine. I've found that kind of hard to find a guy that wants to talk on the phone, right, you know, right. and, and communicate like that on a, you know, r- really mm-hmm. regular basis. Um, or gifts giving you and I've talked about how that's not a big deal. To, but right. you know, I think some it's people, important. Some people, some people yeah. that's a bit, that is their thing. And then physical touch. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there's two more serving uh, others yeah. service. That's another one. Acts of service. And, and yeah. Acts of service. Yeah. yeah. So these are important. And so to be able to expand your capacity yes. when it's not your natural, you know, love when language, love language yes. is, re- is a gift of love. Oh, it sure is. It's a gift of love, and, it sure and it can help to create better connection. So, you know, that's something to think about is, yes. is oh, the yes. lack of connection because you're not... Because you're not speaking their... Speaking their love language. Love language. Yeah. And I, I wish that book had been out because my husband was a um, words of affirmation guy, and I had no idea. And so um, you don't have to have their love language. You just have to know how to speak their love language. And sometimes that's just a conversation. You know, I'm not an acts of service person. That's embarrassing for me. How, you know, how do you, how does that look for you? What does that look like for you? Yeah. You know, what gift giving, what does that look like for you? These are, this is conscious communication, right? In dating is, is, is the, and the thing like you were talking about prioritizing, um, time. What was the other one you, you were talking about? Um, shared interests. This is all stuff you can plan ahead, right? Oh, Talk yeah. about. That's conscious dating is yes. being really open and conscious about the choices that you're making. 
individually and, 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 and together. And every conversation, every tough conversation you can have literally will bring you closer to this person. The better you are at communicating and the better you are at getting past barriers, you will get closer to this person. That That's a really good point. And I think that's, I've seen this a lot where people will do all kinds of things to not have that difficult conversation. Yes. And that is critical. I know we've talked about this before, but you can't have, you cannot have a happy, connected fulfilling relationship without knowing how to have those hard conversations, without having the courage to move into yes. the honesty of what's really happening. So. Right, right, right. So um, let's move on to the next one, which is, <laughs> we're just talking about this, learn good listening skills. Okay, part of our conversations are good listening skills. Okay, everybody wants to be heard and everybody wants to be understood. It's really hard to go through life feeling like nobody gets you or nobody hears you. Yeah, like, it's you like know, you're invisible. That's a horrible existence. You know, I've been there before. talk over you and, and things like that. So make sure that we have good listening skills, um, making good eye contact while somebody is talking. Um, yeah, you should practice that. Yes, listening to understand <laughs> not to reply. How many times do we have a really, really good reply? I know they're five minutes. They're, they're, they're one minute into their conversation. We're already thinking about how we're going to yes, reply. And it's like, oh, I this have is a skill. Story. This is a skill, by the way, though, by the way, learning how to listen, it's a skill you can learn. Yes. Oh, definitely. And important. Definitely. Um, to make sure that you're listening to understand, not to reply, maybe repeat back what they say and validate it. That's absolutely a super great way to do it. You know, I hear you say, and use their mm -hmm. words. Yes. I, uh, what I'm hearing you say is it's hard for you when I come five minutes late and I haven't let you know that I'm going to be late. Right. And they had just said that almost those exact same words. That's right. super validating right. and or, creates connection. Yeah, good oh, connection. Definitely. You know, oh, that must've been so difficult for you when your dad died when you were eight. Right. You know, it's like, just repeat back. Oh, that must've been so, and you're validating. You heard them. Yeah. You're actually telling them that you heard them. Um, and reply to questions. Okay, how many times have you been asked a question? You're like, wait, don't ask me a question. I have a great story, right? <laughs> I'm like, only, I don't know, maybe that's only me. <laughs> if I you know, doubt it's if just you. you. <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm a talker and I have stories. Um, reach out and touch and sympathy. Okay, if you need to reach out and touch somebody, if you need to give them a hug, if they're telling you a story and you need to touch them. And they're is, in this emotional state, yes, right? Touching is very validating unless it's in a sexual way. And I don't mean like, yes, you're taking off your shirt. I just mean, don't go into a back rub that could turn into something sexual. Yeah, you know, don't you know. use it yes. to get sexually no. connected. No. Yeah. Just if you need to touch, touch in sympathy and touch in a loving way, but not in a way that can be, it's a good point. you know, misconstrued as something sexual. Okay, or even flirty, okay? Um, get rid of distractions. Put that cell phone away. Turn that TV off. If somebody oh. is talking to you, listen to them without distraction, you know, no matter what the distraction is. Okay. And then never criticize. Okay. Never say that would never bother me. I mean, maybe you can say that in a later conversation, you know, Yeah. but in, in the moment, don't ever criticize. 
validate. We want to validate and not criticize. If you care about this person, do not go into anything critical, even if what they said is the most ridiculous thing that you have ever heard. Because <laughs> sometimes it is. And you know what? This makes you a better partner. You know, you, you, you swallow whatever it is you think you've got to do here and be kind and be a big, the bigger person and listen. Or be a big person, I should say, and listen. Right, right. So hopefully we've all, I mean, you know, like we're all grown-ups, and if you haven't learned good listening skills now, like it's about time, right? Sure is. Okay. <laughs> Showing vulnerability. Now let me just say, in the early dating stages, you do not need to show any vulnerability. You are out there having really just a fun time with all your cliche dates, with all your miniature golf and everything. Okay. The first couple dates should just be fun. The vulnerable conversations come later because there are some people out there, there are some creeps, there are some predators that will use your vulnerabilities against, against you. you. Yeah. So just make sure. But when you are in a good relationship, when you know you, when you have a certain amount of trust or safety in this person, yes. that's more the right time to yes. do that. Um, tell them the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, what makes you who you are today. You don't need to be hiding yourself. You don't, the mystery part of the relationship <laughs> doesn't need to be there after a certain point. And there's a certain point that being mysterious is very flirty and fun, but there's a point that you really need to share, you know, your hopes, your dreams, your joys, your sorrows, your fears, um, and be honest. This is not a time to embellish yourself or oversell yourself. I know some people oversell themselves early in the relationship. Oh. And then it's like they back themselves into a corner. And it's like, well, how are you going to get out of that? Because, wow, you just made yourself look really, really right. good, you know. So right. honesty is super important in the vulnerability. Sense okay. of humor while you're doing this is good, too. Oh, for sure. And then part of vulnerability is learning how to apologize and admit that you're wrong. Big deal. It is a it's big a deal. It's a big deal. That's a big deal in relationships. If you can do that in a dating relationship, wow, that's a huge thing. Yeah, and especially if you can recognize and actually change your actions. Yeah, and talk about it. Yes. You know, express, say, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to change the way I do this. I'm yeah. really sorry. You know, thank you for pointing that out, maybe even. So, yeah. Yeah, and then keep it classy. When you're on a date, Ladies, nobody needs to hear about your hysterectomy or <laughs> anything gross. This is, they're not your therapist. You don't get to spill your guts about everything in your right. life. So you're showing your vulnerability. You're not telling your health history. So keep it classy. But yeah. being vulnerable together and really sharing your deepest, darkest stuff or just your hopes and your dreams is just a great way to connect with somebody. Yeah, or even being just honest in the moment and saying, you know what? I just have to say, I'm not really connecting with this movie or whatever, you know, rather than yes. pretending, keeping to pre keeping pretending, right? putting on that facade. Yeah. I mean, especially, <laughs> like, especially in a dating situation, if something is not your cup of tea, express that because if they think you liked it, you're going to go do that again. Right. You know, so yes, honest, honesty is always the best. Um, and the last one I want to talk about is don't be afraid to disagree. It's okay to disagree. And I'm even going to go a step further and and talk about like deciding how you want to disagree together. It's like, you know what? Beforehand. I, yes, I understand what you're saying, but I disagree. You know, how do we want to handle this? Because I would like to talk this out calmly. I love that. You know what that does? That creates safety. 
safety. That safety creates safety because thing. because then you've said, okay, when this conflict comes up, mm-hmm. I know how he or she wants me to handle this, and right. that when that way it creates safety to be able to work through those things. Yeah. Yeah, so that's. I, I always ask, can I disagree with you for a second? Are you open to this I love conversation? That. That's a great question. You know, <laughs> it's like, are you open to this? And it's like, okay. And uh, you stay calm, man. If you disagree, man, stay calm. Stay calm because it could turn into a great discussion that actually makes you feel closer to the person in the end. Absolutely. You know what? In the work that I did for years when I was married, the so many of the women, you know, their their spouses were doing stuff that was super painful, and so their spouses would not tell them. Yes. And like really what them. came out was honesty is the number one thing. Yes. You tell me. Doesn't mean you have to have all the details, but they want to know. It's it's so, so important. Honesty is absolutely essential. So yeah, be honest. And I mean, like, and even if, you know, practice being honest, practice emotionally saying in your other relationships, maybe in ones that you already know are good, like maybe yes. you're, you know, in your family. Yes. And friends just say, I got to say this really honestly right now. I'm just not digging this. This isn't working for me or whatever right. it is. Right. Because you got to build up to it if you haven't been that kind of a person. Yes. And, but it is critical in healthy relationships, to be honest. Well, stuffing things away eventually come out in a toxic way. They, and so yes. it's like they're eventually going to come out. If and it's going to blow it away, up. If you just think you need to be agreeable all the time, it's going to come out in uh-uh. a toxic way. So bad. And you just don't want to do that. And honestly, conflict is inevitable, right? Fighting is optional. So really learning this early in a relationship is it, just going to help you out. Yeah. You know, how do they handle the conflict? It builds how safety. Yes. It builds connection. It builds just this wonderful place where you can really be who you really are. And, and that's, that, that only can go deeper into making a beautiful relationship. Yes. Super, super important. So Peggy... Mm, has some good stuff for us I'm super excited to hear about yeah you know I connection is such a big deal for me and I have to just tell you that the biggest pain in my marriage was disconnection yes and I remember comparing my myself to other other relationships at the time and how my friends their husband was doing all these horrible things and I thought well why can I I don't need I shouldn't be in pain because, you know, that's not happening in my relationship. But I'm telling you, pain is felt at 100%. And disconnection is painful. It is not the way we are wired. We are hardwired for connection. So there are four things, and we've already talked about, um, we've already talked about actually all of these, but not always by name, but that make up connection. And this is from Brene Brown. If you are not familiar with Brene Brown, it should be required watching on YouTube. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this video on vulnerability is what it is. And it's like 20 to 25 minutes. It's fabulous. And it went viral super fast because it was amazing. She's amazing. And she's done all this research. She's a researcher and a teacher and a therapist. And <clears throat> she's done all this research for years about people and vulnerability and connection. And that's what it's about. So connection is authenticity, vulnerability, courage, and compassion. Yes. And I added one more to that, which is acceptance. So acceptance is how we show compassion for ourselves. We're in a moment we accept, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm really feeling. This is what's really going on. 
and it's from that place that we can actually move forward. But if we're in denial about what's really going on and not willing to accept it, we can't move forward. Right. Okay. So vulnerability. So one more thing on authenticity. Authenticity is letting go of who we think we should be. That's the picture we want to put out there. That's the pleasing other people. That's the good girl, the good guy in order to be who we really are. So we have to let go of that, who we think we should be in order to be who we really are. Right. Okay. This is a pain point, guys. Go into this because there's so much. Sharon and I talk about this a lot, um, that there's so much people don't want to look at. Yes. This is why people stay single for so long, I believe. Well, this is why people make the same mistakes over and over and over over again. And they get into patterns because they're unwilling to face the truth. Yes. And, um, you know, and Sharon have Sharon and I have our own stuff. We talk about it all the time. We come all the time and we say, <laughs> this is what's up for me. You know, we all have stuff. So just these principles are super important. So vulnerability is not weakness, and that myth is profoundly dangerous. Right. Emotional risk, exposure, uncertainty. It fuels our daily lives. Vulnerability is our most accurate measurement of courage. And courage is is living with your whole heart. Right. That's what courage is. So, and vulnerability, it's the ability to say, I'm not right. I don't know what's going on. It's the having curiosity, you know, about instead of thinking we know, you know, this or right. that or the other. Now, I'm not right. taking over. I'm not talking about overriding your gut. I'm talking about letting go of the stories we have in our head about ourselves and other people. Right. So vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. You got to, if things aren't working well for you, wake up guys, you got to change. Something needs to change. So, okay. All right. Connection. Um, let's see, we talked about authenticity, vulnerability, um, Courage, like I said, is living with your whole heart. It's tell the story of who you are with your whole heart, allowing for imperfections. Right. And saying, this is who I am. That's the thing. Nobody is perfect. And then having compassion to be kind to yourself first. Yes. And we're going to talk about self-care. I said to Sharon, we've got to do a podcast on self-care. Super important. Um, The truth is we can't practice compassion with others if we aren't kind to ourselves first. It's true. We have to be kind to ourselves. And... Um, the connection comes because of authenticity, willing to let go of who we think we are in order to be who we really are. You absolutely have to do that in order to have connection. So fully embracing vulnerability and knowing that in doing this and in connecting, really connecting with another person, we might get hurt. Yeah. Oh, the, well, we, that is just part of that the is part of life. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't know if you've been married before, which many of our listeners have been. You know that pain is a part of the process, and to be living with our whole heart is to risk being hurt. Oh, for sure. And it's okay. Yeah, it's a part of life. It's we part all of the process. survive it. We will survive it. Yes. And so those are some things, authenticity, vulnerability, courage, and compassion, and then having this acceptance for yourself. If you went, went through, listened to this whole thing and you were like, oh, I need to work on this one area, whatever, think about these four aspects of connection and just take one baby step in a direction to try and do this differently in your life, Okay. Any last minute thoughts, Sharon? 
I have no last minute thoughts. <laughs> All right, we thank are you, done. Thank you for sharing thank you. that. <laughs> for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.